Welcome, dear friends, to Cardiac Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more, The Spirit of the Truth, a book that was published 60 years ago, and it's so current. Why? Why is this book so current? Because when we talk about the truth, it doesn't change. The truth doesn't change. And we need the truth in all languages. And Kardec Radio is providing to you and I its translation firsthand right here. It's free translation. Of course, it's not published yet, but it's relayed to you. We rejoice and we thank God for those who translated, for the team at Kardec Radio, for the opportunity of sharing this message with you and learning more. Boosting our wellness, boosting our happiness. We speak many words, right? But what about prayer? Today's about prayer. Being quiet and prayerful. Living a prayerful life. Maybe we're quiet on the external, but inside we're active. What are you doing when you don't speak? This is an assessment question for us. Do you feel like you're not doing much when you're not speaking? We're not talking to people? Hmm, good question, right? Who are we beyond our verbal communications? Who we truly are? Prayer is part of that answer. Prayer is part of that answer. But Andrea Lewis brings to us today Something that is key to the effectiveness of prayer. Before we go there, let's recall who is Andrea Lewis. He is one of the spirit authors of this book, The Spirit of Truth, with many, many others. Euripides Barsanufo, Bezerra de Menezes, Meimei, Emenio, Hilario Silva. He comes to share the wisdom he learned in the afterlife. Do all spirits know everything when they are in the afterlife? Of course not, because we are who we are. When I discarnate, I will know what I know today. I don't become wiser immediately unless I go to spiritual schools, I gain more experience, but that doesn't happen overnight. You see people who have relatives who discarnated and start praying for their relatives as if their relatives know it all. Friends, that's not good. To pray for relatives to help us is not wise. It's kind of selfish because often our relatives, like ourselves, they can do what they can do. So Vanessa, is that a problem? I know my grandma was so wise. My grandfather was so wise, but we don't pray for them. In all the spiritist literature, we see that we pray to God. In the gospel according to spiritism, we see Kardec talking about prayer to God. Prayer is communication, thought transmission, and ideally, communication with God. But what about praying to saints, to good spirits, praying to Jesus? It's okay. 
But as the good spirits tell Kardec, since the spirits book, they can only answer if God allows. Everything is about God, isn't it? So since we're going through a tough time because of the pandemic, relatives discarnating, not ourselves alone, we should refrain from praying to them in the sense of like asking them to help us. So when is prayer then effective? How does it work? Let us see. Are you ready? Ready? Ready, ready, ready. Who are you without speaking, without talking? Are we somebody? Yes, we are. So let us talk about the essence of our needs of who we are, the help that we need, prayer as means to communicate with on high, Andrea Luis. Through the mediums, Chico Xavier and Valdo Vieira wrote this message, prayer action for you and I, for all of us. Today, almost six years, 60 years later, we're delighted, almost no, 60 years later, we're delighted to be able to talk about it in English. He inspired himself in the in chapter 25, item seven. Item seven. It's about seek and you shall find. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock at the door and it shall be opened to you. For whoever asks, receives. And whoever seeks, finds. And it shall be opened to the one who knocks at the door. Item seven is a passage that talks about our needs. And specifically, you remember when Jesus talked about not being worried and saying, observe the birds in the sky. They neither sow nor reap, nor do they store anything in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they? And who among you, with all his effort, can increase his stature by one cubit. We love it. Are you worried about the things you need? Some people think they need to do tricks as if they're bargaining with God. We often pray because we want to ask something. Sometimes because we're grateful for, and more rarely to praise God. But these are the three reasons why we pray. Kardec discloses it in these chapters of the book, The Gospel According to Spiritism. Chapter 7, Kardec talks about taking these words literally. He says these words would be a negation of all foresight and labor and progress if taken literally. With such a principle, humans would reduce themselves to an unexpected an expectant passiveness 
their physical and mental powers would remain inactive. If such had been their normal condition on the earth, they would have never left the primitive state. This could not have been Jesus' thought because it would be in contradiction with what he said elsewhere and with the laws of nature themselves. God created humans with neither clothing nor shadow, but gave them intelligence to make them. So he's saying, God knows our needs and provides for them according to what is necessary. Do you believe that? Do you feel it? That God provides what we need? Do you feel it? Good question. We probably know of it here, but it hasn't come through the heart. So let's see if this very peculiar text that were read, was written by Andrew Lewis makes us feel it. It's the first time that we see Andrew Lewis writing in a very different way. He pinpoints almost like poetically the action of a prayer your action. He begins by saying, you, you ready? Before I begin again, you ready? Yes, you are the farmer. The others are the field. You plant, the others produce. You are the barn, and the others are the clients. You provide the others acquire, you're the actor, and the others are the public. You represent, the others watch. You are the word, the others are the microphone. You speak and others transmit. You are the artist and others the instrument. You play and the others respond. You are the landscape. And the others are the lenses. You show up and the others photograph. You are the event and the others the news. You act and the others report. Help as much as you can. Do the good without looking at whom. You are the desire to get to God. But between God and you, the neighbor is the bridge. The creator attends its creatures through the very creatures themselves. That is why prayer is you, but worthiness is in others. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? The way he says is so masterful. Can you imagine ourselves writing a text like this? It's not simple. It requires a lot of understanding. And this is what fascinates us, how we progress. When you open the book Nosolar by Andre Luis Chico Xavier, the same author that you're seeing here in this picture, right? Andre Luis. We love Andre Luis. Andre Luis, very kindly, shares with us in that book, No Solar, that he wasn't a religious man at all. 
in his last life as a physician. But he was a prominent researcher and physician in Brazil. He had family. And yet, he discovered a new world. Since then, he progressed so much. Kardec asked this question in the spiritual book. Can we progress in between lives? Yes. But only when we reincarnate, we're going to solidify our knowledge. So it's right here, friends. You and I have the opportunity to solidify these teachings that these spirits are bringing to us. They had to walk the extra mile to learn it. And they very kindly share with you and I to say, take advantage of this life as much as you can. Especially for us. This life we're living right now, 2021, is very special. Why? Think about, as a scholar said the other day, scholar in Spiritismo was saying, Ana Maria Pereira, she said, if we have lived on earth like almost 5,000 years, in 50 centuries, how have we lived those lives? We can say, based on human history, humankind's history, very likely, we were doing more things that were ignorant than the good because we didn't know. Now we know, especially with spiritism, the advancement of society in general, plus the spiritist knowledge, empowers us to a, to a level we've never had before. And that means for you and I, the saving grace. Because if we watch it, if we observe it, like Kardec says in the gospel according to spiritism, if we're good spiritists, not simple spiritists, but good spiritists, we will come to terms with a period of time of evil doing. And we're beginning our regeneration, getting great synchronicity with the planet. That's our goal. Celia, Regina Georgi, and Ana Maria Pereira, in a podcast that I heard, that I, I listen, that I listen often in Brazil, they were sharing this, and I'm sharing this with you in English. They were sharing this wisdom. This is it. This is the time has come. Yesterday, Professor Ipitz Barsonov was telling us that in the midst of a new era, we have greater responsibility. So who are we without words? Who are we when we don't talk to others physically? We are who we are. What's the answer? We are who we are, but who are we? Because sometimes we feel alive when we talk to somebody, but who are we? In prayer, in prayer, we're also communicating. And Andre Luis, in this very, very text, he shares with us something quite unique. He says, 
You are the farmer. And we love the way he says it. It's 1961. He's using an analogy that Jesus used. And then he's bringing to modern times. You're the farmer and the others are the field. Meaning, you work with others. Like the farmer works with the field. So when I see somebody, I see the field of opportunity. Opportunity to do what? The good. Opportunity to do the good. To sow the good. So he says, you plant and the other produce. So whenever I encounter people, what am I sowing in that field? Not only with words, and that's our biggest mistake, because often we sow with our vibrations, emotions, thoughts, rarely just words and actions. So what are you sowing in the fields of others? There are people who are always defensive. And there are people who are always very indifferent. They see the field. They don't care. They don't sow anything. So next time we see someone, let us interact as sowers, as farmers, thinking good of that person because everything comes from God. People are from God. Let us sow the good. Let us add joy. Let us, add, let us be proactive in doing the good. Because usually we're like defensive, like animals. If you care for me, I care for you. I am with you. If I don't, if you don't care, I don't care about you either. There are people who are like this. This is very primitive. If you are kind to me, I'll be kind to you. There are people who even say that. If you're kind to me, I'll be kind to you. If you're unkind, I'll be unkind to you. And I say, wow, are you hum human or just an animal? Because animals are like this. Defensive and turning to offensive. No. We're done with that reactivity, right? The chain of reactivity is detrimental to us. So Andrea Luis is saying, you're the barn and others are the clients. So what am I storing inside of my heart, inside of my mind that I am sharing with others, that I'm offering to others, our clients? Next time we see people when we're driving by, they're clients. Good thoughts, good feelings, be easy in our interactions. What do you think? Do you agree? So he says here, you are the actor and the others, the public. What do you, what do they mean? Not actor in terms of using masks or enacting 
or faking it. He's saying about interaction. Watch comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and many others. We'll see this discussion about the interaction of actors, comedians, and the public. What does it mean? It means to communicate, to interact. We can't be passive. Actors, they are active. They are not there just waiting. If the public applauds, I'll do it. No, no, no. You do it, they applaud. Comedians, you do it, they do the standing ovation, not the reverse. How often we are the reverse? Um, I'm going to go there. If they say this, I'll say that. No. Mm -mm. Do you see Jesus as our model doing that? I'm going to the earth. If people accept me as a prophet and the Messiah, I'll do great deals and healings. If they don't, I'll leave them alone and go back home. Nobody heard that, right? Because he is active. Andrea Lewis is talking about being proactive in our relationships instead of being passive. Submissive. We need to be active. Active, giving the good. You represent and others watch. Meaning, what am I representing? Am I representing the good? What am I representing to people? I think today it would be best if we had pen and paper to write down the answers. What am I sowing onto others? What am I representing? What is inside of me that is like a banner to people? When they look at me, it's written in my face. What am I doing? Likely, we'll see. Oh, for my husband, I represent this. For my daughter, I represent that. For my friends, I represent that. For, no. But what do you think you represent overall? Remember, Professor Ripitz Barsanufo, in the message last night, he said to us, you don't want to die and be plain dust afterwards. You want to leave a legacy of the good. We don't need to be perfect. Did you observe perfect in one life? No, but we need to strive for excellence. Strive for excellence. And that's why he says, you are the word and the other's the microphone. What does he mean? Well, when we study in psychology, social sciences, about communication, Whatever we communicate will also depend on the other end. So that's why we say the word and the others are the microphone. So we need emotional wisdom to know exactly what we can say and how we should say it to come across in an efficient way. Are we there already? No, but it's a constant practice. 
observing body language, observing the tone of voice, observe as much as we can, right? Because we have an average, but how can we work it out and make it ever more meaningful what we're saying? Putting our magnetism in our words. And then I have a microphone. Let me show you my microphone here. I have this microphone. So I have my word and the microphone and through it, you're, I'm reaching you. So getting to the heart of people. What am I speaking? Some people are very lax about the choice of words. And we're living at a time when people think they can say whatever and even saying bad words. And they say, this is who I am. But then what are you doing to others? So he says, you speak and the others transmit. Meaning there is an action, there's a reaction for my action. When I speak, I need to be very observant. And that is going to affect others. He says, you are the artist and the others the instrument. He goes on and on and on. You act and the others report. We, we, we can't live without consequences. We need to teach our children that. And nowadays with social media, we don't need much, but one specific moment when we say something wonderful, like Amanda Gorman, at the inaugural poem, and she becomes Amanda Gorman. Before that day, just Amanda. After that day, her words brought her to another level. People reported, she acted. Others reported, she became Amanda Gorman. The books were not even store and more than a million have already been sold. Pre-order at Amazon. Can you believe, at the publishers, of course. So we need to teach our children your word will be reported. Your actions, you are the event, Andrea Luis says, and the other's news. Exactly, we speak and people spread it out. We take action, people spread it out. So he concludes, now in words that are more than a poem, more than guidelines, help as much as you can. Help as much as you can. Help as much as you can. Help who? Others. Do we do it? No. How do we know? You and I more, and I'm not pointing fingers, but majority of people on earth spend the whole day trying to help themselves. And this message is saying, spend your day helping others. Why? Do the good without looking at whom. Don't calculate. You are the desire to get to God. 
Between God and you, there's the neighbor who is the bridge. God helps us through others. God helps others through us. That is why prayer is you and your worthiness is in others. So the efficacy of prayer only works when we're active helping others. Without charity, there's no salvation. That's the truth. But Vanessa, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, and yet nothing changes. You can pray, meditate, do the best courses online, do therapy. But if we don't forget about ourselves and help others, fruitless, fruitless, fruitless. Why? Because we are the prayer and the efficacy happens through others, the worthiness through others, the bridge others. Who invented that law? God. If we don't like it, talk to God and say, how come? Probably, and I'm just very figuratively speaking, who am I to say it? I don't want to dare to go there, but I can almost imagine because God is our father, mother, God is going to say, didn't I create you for great things? Did you think I would do it so you keep it for yourself alone? No. The good that you are, I want you to share with everyone. Let us listen to these words by God. The good that you are, I want you to share it with others. The good that you are, I want you to share with others. Mentor Joseph is saying these words, asking us to repeat this throughout the day. As if we're hearing God saying to us, say your name like Vanessa, the good that you are, I want you to share with others. This is God saying to us. This is what Andrea Louise is reminding us, that it's not worthwhile praying if we're not caring for one another. He's saying the best prayer is good action. San Francis. San Francis. At one of his moments in life, working at the garden, and somebody came along to invite him to go inside and pray. And he said, I'm already praying. It's prayer action. Prayer action. So here's a tip. As we go by our day, if you're doing a walk, walking the dog, doing some exercise, cleaning at home, Working, pray as you go along. Like I was the other day walking the dog. And then Mentor Joseph said, almost like tapping me on the shoulder, saying, Vanessa, 
Can you start singing the Lord's Prayer, St. Francis' Prayer, and pray for the homes that you're walking by with your dog, for people need prayer. And at a certain point, our dog became scared of a mailbox in one of the, the homes of the neighborhood. I was impressed. I asked Mr. Joseph, what is this all about? What was she afraid of? And then he said, the vibrations, the spirits connected to this house. Pray, Vanessa, pray for them, for they need prayer. And then I started singing the Lord's Prayer, St. Francis' Prayer, emanating and wishing them well, wishing them the loving embrace of God. I learned it from Mentor Joseph. We share it here with you. Prayer action. That's the plan for the next 24 hours. And hear God say, that's our exercise. You say your name and repeat. God saying, you are so good. I want you to share this good with others. Share your good. Help as much as you can. Do the good without looking at whom. You are the desire to get to God. Between God and you, the neighbor is the bridge. The creator attends its creatures through the very creatures. That's why prayer is you. But your worthiness is in others. Andrea Luis. We rejoice and we're very grateful to Andrea Luis, Valdo Vieira, Chico Xavier, and the whole team of the Beyond coordinated by Emmanuel, for bringing this to us. Thank you, friends, for being with us one more day here at the Spirit of Truth at Kardec Radio, always nourishing our souls. A big hug. And until tomorrow, God willing. <laughs>